Welcome to the Damnation Crossover Part 4. This is Defenders TV Podcast, Episode 142, and our spoiler-filled discussion of Doctor Strange number 387. Hey guys, it's Rod Reyes here, artist of Marvel's Donation comic book event. Welcome to the podcast crossover between Inner Demons, Sons of the Dragon, Defenders TV Podcast, and Into the Night. Every issue reviewed, all time books discussed. May all be damned. Hi, this is Ray from Into the Night, a Moon Knight podcast. You're listening to Defenders TV Podcast right now. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Welcome back, fellow Defenders. Once again, thanks to Rod Reyes, the artist for Damnation, uh, for his intro for all of us. And also thanks to Ray from Into the Night and Moon Knight Podcast for his intro. Thanks very much for that, Ray. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you so much. I'm one of your hosts, Derek. And I am one of your other hosts, John. Yes, I am excited. We're back with Doctor Strange with issue... 387 of uh, the crossover with Damnation. So, yeah, my favorite superhero is back and being, well, maybe not so superhero y, to be honest. <laughs> yes, we hope you're keeping up with the Damnation event. Uh, a couple of comic books coming out almost every week now. We've got two each week uh, for the next couple of weeks. And this is the fourth review in the Damnation comic book crossover event. Uh, previous reviews were done by, firstly, Sons of the Dragon, the Immortal Iron Fist podcast, who reviewed Damnation number one. We did Doctor Strange number 386. Into the Night, a Moon Knight podcast, joined the crossover with their review of Damnation number two. And now we're back with our review of Doctor Strange number 387. Yes. And of course, there is the Inner Demons, a Ghost Rider podcast who will be coming on board soon. And Into the Night will be back uh, next week with part five of this event, reviewing Scarlet Spider issue number 15. Yeah, so lots and lots of podcasts to uh, sink your teeth into for the Doctor Strange Damnation event. Hope you're enjoying it. Yes, and to celebrate this massive Damnation crossover event, to honour it, we have uh, put all the episodes up on our tab, the Doctor Strange Damnation tab on our website. Just head on over to www.defenderstvpodcast.com. You can check out part one done by the Sons of the Dragon Part two done by ourselves and part three uh, done by Into the Night. Uh, And of course, all the others will be coming soon, including this one. And you can, of course, subscribe to Defenders TV Podcast. You head on over to our website at DefendersTVPodcast.com and subscribe through any of the blessed or damned subscribe links. Uh, And you can rate us, leave a review, but please subscribe. We're also doing Jessica Jones Season 2, so if you fancy a bit of Marvel Netflix action, then, of course, you can also listen in to our coverage of Season 2. We are about to release Episode 5 of the podcast in relation to Jessica Jones. 
If you're only joining us for the Doctor Strange Damnation podcast and have missed out our last couple of episodes of the Jessica Jones podcast, our review of each of the episodes of Jessica Jones Season 2, you may have missed out on the special offer that we have for all of our fellow defenders. John, do you want to give some details on it? Yes, you can head on over to stitcher.com forward slash premium and use our promo code DEFENDERS and this will grant you a free month to Stitcher Premium to listen to Marvel's first scripted podcast, Wolverine The Long Night. It stars Richard Armitage, and it was released on the 12th of March. Two episodes are now already up. Yeah, so please head on over, use our free promo code DEFENDERS in the box when prompted, and yeah, um, enjoy Wolverine The Long Night. Yeah. It's been a really nice slow build up it's it feels like an investigation it mm-hmm. feels like a detective um story and, and it's been really really interesting absolutely and there's 10 episodes in total on in that series you can obviously listen to all the other content that's on stitcher premium as well uh, but i highly recommend these first two episodes you like marvel you like podcasts of course you're going to enjoy wolverine uh, over there on, yeah. on stitcher premium so stitcher.com slash premium and the code defenders and who doesn't like wolverine Exactly. But it's certainly a win-win, win-win, win-win situation, I think. (laughs) On to Doctor Strange and the Damnation event. Absolutely. And this is obviously a spoiler-filled discussion about Doctor Strange number 387. If you haven't read it, don't listen to the podcast. Go out and pick up a copy of it and come back to us afterwards. Uh, Also, it will contain spoilers for the other three issues that have come out so far. Damnation number one, Damnation number two, and Doctor Strange number 386 as well. So hopefully you've been following up on those events. Yes. So Derek, what are some of the comic details here? Who wrote it? Who drew it? These are so much easier than Jessica Jones because obviously this entire event is being done for Doctor Strange Damnation. Anyway, in the Doctor Strange comic books, they're being written by Danny Cates, who's the current writer on uh, Doctor Strange. And the artwork is being done by Nico Henrichon, who did the previous issue, number 386 as well. John, do you want to tell them the synopsis for everything up to this point? Sure. And again, it's a big thanks to Donny Cates for providing it uh, at the start of issue 387. Mm. Stephen Strange is once again the Sorcerer Supreme after a brief period in which Lord of the Lies, Loki, had tricked Stephen into believing Loki was the rightful title holder. For his first act back in the cloak, Strange wanted to redeem himself to the world and the friends he had disappointed. He restored Las Vegas and the citizens who'd lost their lives during Hydra's raid and inadvertently allowed the manifestation of Mephisto's hellish hotel Inferno on the Strip. Releasing the demon's power, Mephisto offered to leave if Strange could win a game of Brimstone Blackjack. But Stephen cheated, forfeiting the deal and earning Mephisto's wrath, doled out by the now-possessed Thor. And woe did Thor deal out a bit of uh, whoop-ass in, in, well, or ankle whoop-ass. Yeah. Uh, yeah, a bit of uh, hobbling going on, as we described in uh, our last podcast. Where is he? What is he doing? We certainly um, see him here uh, lying broken and mm-hmm. presumably in a lot of pain as well on the floor in Mephisto's Hotel Inferno. Absolutely. And at the end of Damnation number two, we saw Doctor Strange as the Ghost Rider, Doctor Strange, uh, which brings us on to our first point. John, uh, incantation number one, now that we're on Doctor Strange. Yes. 
previously on Damnation. So we open up the book with Doctor Strange on the floor, as you say, having had his uh, ankles cracked by Thor. And then he gives us a bit of a voiceover as to catch us up on everything up to Damnation number two. Is this enough for a new reader of the book if they're just reading Doctor Strange? Do you think there's enough in here to cover what happened in in Damnation number two? Or do you think they should read Damnation two? I think probably they should read Damnation uh, number two uh, as well as Damnation number one. And of course, probably Doctor Strange 386. Um, Maybe I'm being slightly biased here. But yeah, I think um, it's certainly whets the appetite for sure what is uh here on the foot the, the opening page of of artwork here um and and it, it's it kind of really moves into these themes of disappointment um of stephen's friends disappointment from himself i mean we we are saying his his legs are broken and i think there's a a lot more that's broken about stephen strange than just simply his legs you know his his spirit is broken to an extent and i think you really do see that here in this opening page um i i really really liked it because um you get that self doubt you know he feels he's disappointed his friends he's disappointed himself even and you know this confident surgeon that we know um, from his origin story that has built back to being a confident Sorcerer Supreme, member of the Defenders, you know, a member of the Illuminati, mm. the New Avengers, you know, someone really involved in the Marvel Universe. And here there is that sense of brokenness about him. And I love the self-doubt in, in this opening page where, you know, he says... I should be able to tell you what's wrong with me. I can't. I should be able to fix this. I can't. It, it's really, really good him lying on, on the the floor broken. And yeah. I have to say, I really enjoyed th- this opening. Whether it gives you enough for this whole event so far, probably not. Mm-hmm. Um, but certainly it, it leads into those uh, aspects of disappointment uh, and Maybe shame. I don't know whether that's too much, but, you know, I think he is having a serious amount of self-doubt here yeah, yeah, yeah. about his abilities and, I think, him as a person. Yeah, absolutely. And just to point out as well that this is much more of Danny Cates' version of Doctor Strange, where he's lost all of his friends, he's driven away all of his friends, like Wong, for example, as we see a little bit later on, as we're going to talk about in a moment. Uh, he's driven away all of his friends, everybody that's related to him. He is on his own, and he's trying to have this moment where he's showing off the talents that he's gotten back from Loki in the previous issues of the Doctor Strange comics. So this is... A broken man there because he tried to win something. He tried to um, show everybody how great he is and it turned out really bad. Hell came back to Earth. But he's now lying broken on the floor having failed in his mission. Almost. He did get Las Vegas back. <laughs> but With added extras. But with added extra dimension. Yeah, I mean, at least he was trying to do the right thing. Yeah. You cannot false a trier, I don't think. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and in this case, you know, he was trying to do good. He was trying to really build everything back unfortunately he really really messed up Um, and yeah we've now got hotel inferno and mephisto Mm -hmm. on earth within his domain and he is absolutely causing all sorts of trouble and strife for the local inhabitants of uh, las vegas as if they didn't have enough already Mm -hmm. with it effectively being a um you know revolving door tourist town um, and everything that goes with that. Yeah, but certainly I think 
the good thing that we really get here then is that someone still has faith in him. Yeah, because that takes us on to incantation number two. I love this. I like incantations better than case notes, John. I like it, it is pretty good, isn't it? I, I must say. I think we should chant after each one or something. Yeah. You know, maybe that would be a little culty, but um, it would fit in with the magical, mystical world of Damnation and Doctor Strange. Maybe, but incantation number two is another type of magical mystery Skype phone call from uh, from Wong. Yes, I was thinking of it more as an ethereal contact and, and chit-chat with Wong rather than some kind of really uh, bad Skype call. Um, at least he didn't pixelate, uh, I would say, well, on this. There are moments within this conversation. The, it, it starts off with Wong saying to, uh, to Stephen, I can't really see you. I can barely hear you. Um, which I think we've all said to our mothers when calling them from abroad. Absolutely. Uh, at least once on Skype. Um, there's other moments in it when uh, bits of the conversation are dropping. Um, it seems that Stephen can hear all of the important things that Wong's saying, but Wong can't hear any of the important things that Stephen is saying. Uh, for example, Wong's telling Stephen, uh, all I need you to do is get up and be standing on your feet when I arrive. Could he have chosen anything worse to say to a man who's just had his ankles broken? <laughs> yes, he, he's not seeing the whole picture here no. in his uh, astral projection, I would say. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, this actually whole sequence I really, really liked. A, because you've got Wong uh, coming to the rescue of Stephen. I love these two uh, guys together you mm -hmm. know they make a great great partnership i really like that he was coming to his rescue or at least telling him that he's built a plan he's built the team and he's coming to his rescue and again we get a lovely splash page here on pages four and five with all of these heroes uh, assembling i really really love Ghost Rider's burning wheels of his motorbike. You've got the Seal of Ashanti, the window, the iconic window at 177A Bleecker Street there in the, in the center and at the top. And of course, you've got all the team that's there uh, assembling, all the heroes that Wong has built. Ghost Rider, Elsa Bloodstone, Voodoo and Man-Thing, Blade, Moon Knight and Iron Fist. And of course, we also see Bats as well there, mm -hmm. sat around the table with all these. And of course, he is the driver of, of Wong. He is one that really recognizes Stephen Strange. And um, this is quite light on Bats, and I love this character. Um, but yes, we have Bats there as well on this, like, really, really nice uh, splash page. Some also some other great uh, bits of artwork but i love how wong you know is talking to steven and in particular there's two bits of artwork along this were steven's fingers slip through wong's astral projection yeah. as he tries to reach out you know steven is frustrated that you know wong doesn't quite understand maybe the gravity of the situation but the other thing that we we get to learn is, is that Wong has chosen his team because they are already damned. Uh, you know, there is no soul as such left uh, for Mephisto to really get his hands on. Mm. Or if they have lost their soul, it's pretty damaged already. And whether it would be worth even a lowly demon uh, trying to get hold of such a sort of 
dried, dehydrated soul. You know, he wants a nice, plump, luscious, <laughs> kind of juicy soul to get his hands onto. Um, and, of course, the offering that Wong ha- has given him here is, is far, far from that. Yeah, effectively, what's the point in taking the, the damned soul of these characters if he already has it anyway? They, they are damned. It's quite interesting because I wouldn't have put these characters together as being the damned uh, heroes or the Midnight Suns, I think, is the is the name of the team. But I wouldn't have put this team together as being the ones in the Marvel Universe that are damned. So I've obviously missed some storyline for for characters like Elsa Bloodstone and for Voodoo and Man Thing. I don't know why they're damned. Uh, personally, I presume we're going to find that out as we go along through the story. Iron Fist. Uh, personally, I don't know which storyline has him being damned in it either. So. Well, exactly. I think maybe damned or troubled or something along those lines. Um, but yeah, interesting, interesting to see uh, Wong's rationale for for picking mm. the the team that he has done. But, um, but it is Stephen that points out that they're all damned or have lost their souls. So there is definitely these characters have definitely lost their souls probably quite recently in the book so there's probably a recent enough storyline for most of them Ghost Rider I understand I'm an Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. fan I, I know Ghost Rider from, from there I know his storyline pretty well so uh, so I'm very lucky that, that I've come in with, with that knowledge of Ghost Rider so, uh, so yeah I think this is quite an interesting point to make sure we call this out at this point because it probably will come back in quite heavily as we get through the rest of Damnation yeah absolutely um, I think as well that moment where Wong basically says next time we will speak face to face but if there is not a next time. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you're just like, ah, oh, man, because he says, if there isn't a next time, then I just want you to know. And he gets cut off as we see. Uh, and I suppose this is moving into our third incantation, which is the arrival of Clay. Mm-hmm. And the one thing before we move on to that, that I love that next slide on page seven, where Wong is dissipating Again, I think that was awesome. I mean, I was reading this on um, Comixology and I was doing the guided view and I did not get that at all. But when I just went back through the comic, looking at the full page, and then I saw just a fantastic frame of, of Wong just his form slowly dissipating as Claire is walking through it. Yeah. So we'll we'll never know what Wong was going to say mm-hmm. um, as well, which I think is important because the two of them have had a rough ride. Yeah. So was it, it was great to know you or, or was it, You're it was great to friend. know you, but, yeah. or yeah, you were my friend, yeah. but, and, and so on. Or the so, needs of the many outweigh the needs of the few. Exactly, the one, yeah. So really kind of interesting. But I love the dissipating Wong. I thought it was an amazing little uh, moment in this comic book. Um, and given what had come before was fantastic. But I think on with incantation number three. Yes, the return of Clay or Clea. This is definitely one of the characters that I've been reading in many books over the years. She's been in Doctor Strange for decades. And every single time I pronounce her name differently in my own head. She's only been in the 1978 Doctor Strange TV movie, I believe. And she was only in it for a very small amount of time. Um, So I can't even remember how they pronounced it in that that movie. Uh, She may be in a future movie where we'll get to see her name spoken out loud. She was in uh, an animated film as well. But um, it does seem to change. Claire or Clee, um, people tend to have different pronunciations for her. But interesting to see her back. I don't believe she's appeared in any of Donny Cates' run so far, or she's had 
maybe a panel here and there, but I don't think she's been a major character for quite a while. No, I, I'm not aware that she's been in Donny Cates' run, and I'm not sure really that she featured in Jason Aaron's uh, Way of the Weird mm. as well, and that comic series. So it's been a long time since we've seen Clea, but she is back, and she seemingly is here to to help Doctor Strange. And can you just give a bit of a description who who the character is, John? Yeah, so actually she's always been involved with Stephen Strange. Um, she was his wife. They were married. Um, and they, they met whilst Doctor Strange was in the Dark Dimension. And she was so impressed by his courage in fighting Dormammu um, that, yeah, it was kind of... Um, a love at first sight thing. And in fact, she was one of her, the only allies that Stephen Strange had in the Dark Dimension. Mm. But talk about Romeo and Juliet. Talk about the Montagues and the Capulets and for, Forbidden Love. Because she was the daughter of uh, Umar, who resides in the Dark Dimension. And her uncle was... Dormammu. Um, oh, she right. is his niece. So, um, yes, to say that they probably weren't too happy that she was going to head off to marry Dr. Stephen Strange is probably the biggest understatement of, right. of the time. Um, so there's a, a, a nice little int- bit of interest here because you would automatically assume that okay, this is a trap, don't ma- don't marry her. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think there's always been an element of that about Clea because of who her lineage uh, is connected yeah. to. Yeah, yeah. But she is a princess of the Dark Dimension, um, you know, and, and here she is back, probably able to get through Mephisto's damned Hotel Inferno because of who she is, or at least we see at this moment in time. But it's really nice because ultimately, um, you know, she is intricately involved with Stephen. They have a lot of shared history. So it's nice to see these two uh, back together. And I mean, really nicely in this, I love how she raises her eyebrows uh, when Zelma is is mentioned by Doctor Strange. Because Wong has kind of indicated previously in his Skype call that, um, (laughs) you know, there is someone already in place on the ground. Mm -hmm. And so Clea walks in and, of course, you're automatically assuming that it is her. Yeah. Um, But Doctor Strange is still thinking it could be Zelma. Uh, And the mention of that, you know, she gets a little sort of questioning about who this is and, you know, going for the younger type. Yeah. Uh, And fairly awkward sort of standoff between the two whilst Doctor Strange is lying broken on the floor. I love the little gag from Stephen where he goes, why is it that everybody thinks I can't have a platonic relationship with a woman (laughs) just as if I'm in the same room as them so therefore I have to make a pass at them? Is that what everybody thinks? Which is a gag about Stephen because that's what he's always been like since the early incarnation of him. Um, But that's the return of Clay because I was really surprised to see her in the comic book and yeah, I think it was a good moment to have her in there because you're kind of going, okay, great, this is his one true ally who is as powerful as Stephen is or very close to um, being there with him and hopefully going to join up with him and take on Mephisto. And then she brings in the big guns. So incantation number four, Loki and Scarlet, which the big, heavy magic hitters 
outside of Stephen Strange in the Marvel Universe. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, she's brought the cavalry here. Um, I do love the fact that Loki is there, given we had Loki, Sorcerer Supreme. You know, he mm-hmm. tricked Doctor Strange into thinking that he was now the Sorcerer Supreme. Yeah. I love the interplay between Loki and, and Strange in these panels. It's just really, really good. You know, he, he asks the question, how's Bats? You know, which is kind of slightly cruel, really, because mm-hmm. he effectively was indirectly responsible for the death of Bats. Yeah. Who, you know, he kind of got Bats so agitated when he put the, the, the shield, the, the magical shield around him and Doctor Strange. He got so agitated, did Bats, that his little heart went, you know, his little heart blew. Exactly. Nonetheless, Loki, you know, seemingly returned him to Stephen as this spectre that we see now, this this ghost bats. So maybe it wasn't too, too bad. But, you know, there's some lovely little bit of interplay, some great banter. You know, Stephen goes, oh, great, Loki's here because he's just had like a full, what, three months of this guy mm-hmm. wrecking his head. And Loki also, in, in response to Clay and, and Wanda um, fixing Stephen's legs, goes, I can break him again if you like. You know, so I, I love this kind of antagonistic back and forth between these two. Um, and also just on the resetting of Stephen's legs, I think that's a really another great panel uh, of him screeching in pain as, as clear sets uh, hit his bones again. So yeah, it's really good fun. What she's saying to him that I'm just trying to distract you while I while I reset your legs. But she's telling him, unfortunately, so he he gets to feel every moment of that pain. Yes, and the interesting thing is as well is I kind of thought you know is this kind of another slant on Doctor Strange's broken hands that we're going to see him right. with broken ankles. Well, yeah, that theory straight out the window. He's all fixed. He's better. We're not going to see Charles Xavier, um, Doctor Strange sat in a wheelchair or anything. He is seemingly fixed Mm. um, on all of this, you know? Yeah, fixed. That's an interesting way to bring us on to our final incantation. Um, He is fixed. Incantation number five, the flip and reveal. Yes. So things were going so, so well. Um, And then it all, like everything at the moment in Doctor Strange's life, Mm -hmm. um, heads south pretty quickly. Rapid. Rapidly. Um, Yeah. Effectively, I love this. I love that Mephisto is using uh, clear against Strange. It is absolutely lovely, wicked way of using strange's former love interest and wife against him and Mm -hmm. mephisto relishes in this except it isn't clear it is captain marvel it is captain marvel ghost rider the old flamey head herself and i thought this was really really cool actually yeah the the, the trick you know we're talking about poker we're talking it's in a casino Mm -hmm. and and we've got the sleight of hand being dealt here to stephen strange yeah and there's a lovely moment where um clear 
tells Doctor Strange to look into her eyes. I was going to mention that. Yeah, I thought it was really interesting that this was the moment they used because it's very clear she's saying to uh, Stephen, look into my eyes and tell me whether I'm lying or not. And effectively, the Ghost Rider has the penance stare, which is his major weapon. You see it in, the, in Marvel Comics. The description of that from the Marvel Wiki is that the supernatural ability incapacitates victims and is performed by the spirits of vengeance or Ghost Rider. When in close combat, the Ghost Rider will lock eyes with his opponent and induce self-mortification by imposing on him or her every negative action, behavior, and sensation from sins to the pain of others that that individual has ever committed in their lifetime. So so it's pretty hardcore then, absolutely. really, isn't so it? Effectively, in this scene, what's happened here with Captain Marvel Ghost Rider is that she has forced Doctor Strange to become a demon, to become one of them by using the penance there. I love it. I absolutely love it. I think, it you know, it is. It's the sleight of hand. It, it's the context of it, you know. And I, I thought it was really, really fantastic. Um, and I think, you know, again, it's not only that we know that, but Doctor Strange doesn't know this. It is that idea that you mentioned last time of him being absolutely the unreliable narrator in this story his story is being told by others and he actually doesn't know what's going on in reality exactly it it is other people telling his story and here i mean on uh, page 20 and 21 you have those fantastic two panels where he thinks he is fighting alongside the Scarlet Witch and Loki. And previous to that, he believes that Clea has been taken away by one of the demons. And he's there fighting with the the remaining two rescuers, Scarlet Witch and Loki. Mm-hmm. Um, yet actually, it's all a glamour. It's not that. He is there fighting against the team that Wong has assembled. Exactly. He, yeah. it, from the uh, the last panel of da- Damnation number two, you see them fighting um, the other Avengers who have been turned into Ghost Riders along with a whole set of demons. And then Doctor Strange kind of floats in with his skull head on fire. Mm-hmm. And really, at the end of here, we see him fighting that team assembled to rescue him. And he's totally glamoured. I love that contrast with those two. And again, it is that unreliable narrator. And like at the start where he can't tell you what's wrong with him or what he's doing or how he can fix it. And other people are doing it. So it's a really, really um, kind of unpowered Doctor Strange in a way. You know, it's almost... Um, like it's now in his head he can't get rid of it yeah um but yeah we have that fan- those fantastic bits of art on, on pages 20 and 21 yeah i love that the guys over the moon Knight podcast also called out dr strange being an unreliable narrator they obviously were listening uh, and mentioned that we called it out uh, it seems to be quite a big feature of the damnation comic books right now because you're getting the voiceover from Doctor Strange in the Doctor Strange books and he's telling you what's happening. And that's why the reveal at the end of this that he isn't fighting the demons, he's fighting the heroes that came to save him. That's why the reveal is so good. I read Damnation number two. I knew that the heroes were up against Doctor Strange, but I was waiting for the big moment when he gets turned into Ghost Rider Doctor Strange and completely missed the moment because they used Clea. They completely missed the moment that she told him 
look into my eyes and and turn to him. Yeah, it was ten pages earlier almost, mm-hmm. um, and I, I really like the fact that Clea hasn't been taken. Well, she has, except that is to take her to Mephisto, where we finally get the reveal that she um, is Captain Marvel. Yeah, yeah. yeah, and there's a really nice moment I think where. Again, Doctor Strange thinks that he's fighting alongside his rescuers, Mm -hmm. but is fighting against the people who are actually there to rescue him. Um, And up from high, because Mephisto and Captain Marvel are watching this kind of tragic event unfold, they say, you don't have any friends, Doctor Strange. Um, But he doesn't know that. But he knows that he's lost friends or he's disappointed his friends. So again, it's it's very much a, a personal... Uh, note i think for dr strange uh, and it's played out in such a great way with this glamour trick um, yeah. and yeah absolutely loved it because yet yeah, you just didn't see it happening yeah maybe, or maybe you did but for, certainly for me I didn't. certainly for for you derek we completely lost that and then when we reread it saw that she had done the the ghost rider incantation mm-hmm. So if anybody ever tells you, look into my eyes and tell me if I'm lying or not, you know you're soon to be possessed. The one final thing really about this book for me is I'm wondering if what we get from this issue, from Doctor Strange number 387, the fact that he's possessed and he's now a ghost rider, effectively the things that go after demons, and that the people he's fighting, all of the heroes that came in to save him, that they are either damned or have their souls stained in some way. Is that really important in this book? Do we think that means that Doctor Strange will actually kill one of these heroes that were sent in to save him and that he's able to do that because he's now possessed and his sole purpose is to take out demons which these guys are in some way they're damned in some way it's difficult to know really because yeah i mean he presumably can't kill ghost rider because there's two ghost riders there a doctor strange ghost rider with his flaming head and then obviously ghost rider so Mm -hmm. That and probably all, and all of the Avengers as well. Yeah. All, yeah, so that probably cancels that out. You know, Blade is dead anyway. He's a vampire. And mm-hmm. um, Iron Fist has got his chi. Man Thing is effectively dead as well. Brother Voodoo. It's all to do with death with Brother Voodoo. Um, and I mean, the 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 one aspect that maybe I'm kind of thinking is it Moon Knight? I mean, I know he's got the spirit of death in him right. with Konshu. Um, but I'm just wondering how that will play. Uh, is he the most mortal, possibly, of, of, of this group? But I certainly, well, Wong, most definitely. Mm-hmm. Bats certainly can't die anymore. He's already dead. And there is the monster hunter, Liza Bloodstone, as well. There's another character in there. Um, I'm, I would be surprised if they killed her off in this, in this book. Um, I think it probably needs to be one of the bigger characters. I'm a little bit worried for Ghost Rider since he only has a one-off, one-shot issue as part of this event. I'm a little bit worried about him, I must say, um, considering a lot of people seem to be getting his powers and a lot of skulls seem to be flaming in yeah, this, in this area. So I know you say that, that it negates each other, but I'm wondering if that means that there's another Ghost Rider coming up behind this version. Yeah, no, I mean, I think it's going to be really interesting to see how they are pitted against Mephisto, Doctor Strange mm-hmm. now that he has been turned, and the other Avengers. Uh, but I do like Wong's plan. 
he should have maybe had Ghostbusters on speed dial. Um, <laughs> you know, they could have come in and sorted it out as well. Uh-huh. But um, I, yeah, I'm really looking forward to seeing how uh, this progresses with all these different uh, heroes that are damned. And I mean, it's just a great little concept, I think. Uh, but certainly, um, hopefully, Doctor Strange will come to his senses or someone will bring him to his senses Maybe, yeah. um, eventually. And I'm wondering, is it just a you know an attack and grab to bring him out of there or um, is it to really put Mephisto in his place as well? Right. Uh, because Mephisto is still up on the balcony. Mm-hmm. He's kind of like, it's almost like Roman Emperor watching over the gladiators battle it out. So we can't forget that Mephisto still also has to um, get his hands a little dirty as well yeah yeah totally agree that's our top five incantations for dr strange number 387 anything else you wanted to talk about john at all yeah i really really enjoy how nico Henrichon um how he does dr strange's eyes there are a few moments where his eyes and his face are are really up front and center, the bruise, the bloody, um, as Clea is talking to him. Um, I just love the artwork of, of him there where he's lying on the floor and, and Clea is speaking uh, to him. Not only is his outfit like just fantastic looking <laughs> in that with, with the cape um, and, and, and everything else, I really, really enjoyed how it's portrayed here. Um, it really looks classical, but not overly mm-hmm. so. Um, but I love how um, his face is just so battered. It, it, it's really great artwork. I, I just really enjoyed it. Very good. Yeah, I loved some of the artwork with uh, the battle scenes with the big splash pages that he had in there. And there weren't too many splash pages in this book. That seems to be more reserved for uh, Damnation as an event. There's a lot more big uh, pages here. There's a lot of story to get through in the Doctor Strange and the other tie-ins that we've, that we've seen so far. Um the only thing I didn't really like was the character model for uh, Scarlet Witch. Um, and Clea seemed to be taken from her original kind of 60s version and 70s version. Oh, yeah, and, it was proper classical. Yeah, and just put into this comic. And I'm not sure whether she fit. But again, you're in a dark dimension or a demon dimension. So uh, so everything's up for grabs when you're doing this type of artwork. But I don't know. There was just moments in it where I was kind of it felt like he was doing an impression of uh, the character that he'd seen in other books rather than having his own stamp on it. But maybe it is completely his own stamp. And maybe the reason why she looks right is because it's the classical version of her. I really like seeing her in that classical version with a, you know, pick your nose, collars, bright and white, her white gloves, her white boots, and mm. that scarlet red um, outfit. I thought it was really, really good. I think as well... The other really interesting thing here is that you know when she walks through Wong and Wong dissipates and she calls out to Stephen and he kind of acknowledges that it's clear. The thing is, in Doctor Strange's mind, the, the, the thought bubble, he goes, this isn't real. So again, another hint that it isn't actually clear. Yeah. And maybe when he's backed into that corner or all hope is lost, his intuition is actually still pretty spot on, Mm -hmm. even though he doesn't necessarily think it or doesn't know it at this moment in time. But again, it's another nice little hint. They tell you with Stephen's thought bubble um, right up front that this isn't real. And wow, clear really wasn't real. Um, And it was a great little trick. Absolutely. Absolutely. John, 
Let's end as we always end. Do you defend this issue of Doctor Strange Damnation? Doctor Strange number 387. Yes, I do defend this issue of Doctor Strange Damnation, uh, issue number 387. I really thought this was a nice, solid continuation of issue 386, and that is why I'm giving this four po-po-po-po-po-pokers out of five. Maybe even (laughs) poker faces. I think there was absolutely high stakes here and i loved how um the basis of this was the glamour trick by mephisto by captain marvel aka claire um tricking doctor strange into not only thinking that he's fighting the enemies but turning him into um, a Ghost Rider Doctor Strange uh, by that sleight of hand from Clea as she's fixing his legs. Look into my eyes. And it changes the whole element of of this comic, and I absolutely loved it. Mm -hmm. I love that Clea, even though it wasn't, was back here. Um, Really good. Loved Wong talking to Stephen. I love it when these two guys get together and, and the... I think there's some great artwork in there as well. Uh, the, 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 the banter of the writing between Loki and, and, and Strange, Clear and Strange, were really, really good. And in particular for Wong and Strange as well. Um, yeah, again, I just think a really solid uh, movement of Doctor Strange's torturous hell uh, and pain in Hotel Inferno Mm -hmm. at this moment. So I absolutely defend this comic issue of Doctor Strange. So Derek, do you defend this issue of Doctor Strange number 387? I do, yeah. This issue did everything it needed to do. It it laid out exactly from the beginning what it was going to do back in Damnation number 2, the previous book. It said, find out how Doctor Strange becomes possessed. That's exactly what it said, and that's exactly what this book did, and gave a great story with it, brought in some great characters. I liked seeing Loki back in there, even though he's only been gone from Doctor Strange for three issues. I liked seeing him back in there because it was kind of a bit of a slap in the face to Doctor Strange, almost. It was him going, um, I'm back now to help you out after you messed up. You've only been in charge for three weeks, you know? Um, but Yeah, absolutely. It felt, felt a little bit like that. But again, yeah, having having Clea back, I'll remind me now, Clear rhymes with here, right? Got yeah, it. I know. Got it. Um, but it's really interesting having those characters around him. And then the reveal at the end was really well done. So it will absolutely make me pick up the next issue of Doctor Strange and the next issue of Damnation, as if there was any real doubt. But that's what it had. It had to accomplish that. It had to get you up to date with the old events, give you a good story, and lead you into the next events. It's done exactly that. So I absolutely defend this issue of the Damnation event. But yes, we'll be on a little break from uh, Doctor Strange for uh, a couple of weeks uh, and from the Damnation Crossover event, though, of course, we will be listening in to our fellow podcasters over on Into the Night, Sons of the Dragon and Inner Demons. But yes, the next issue of Doctor Strange, issue 388, will be released on the 11th of April. Mm -hmm. So we will be back podcasting 
wax lyrically about Doctor Strange um, soon after the 11th of April. Yeah, absolutely. Next up in the event, as we mentioned earlier on, is part five, done by Into the Night, a Moon Knight podcast. They'll be reviewing Scarlet Spider number 15, which just came out this week as well, so the podcast should be up within the next couple of days as well. Uh, the event will continue after that with the Ghost Rider podcast, Inner Demons, and the Immortal Iron Fist podcast, Sons of the Dragon. He'll be alternating across some of the other books in the event. If you want any more details about the event itself, as I said, go to our website at DefendersTVPodcast.com, click on the Damnation button on the screen and you'll see a full page which gives you the details of who's covering what, when the issues are coming out and what issues are next. There's a total of 15 uh, comic books across this event, so lots and lots of fun and lots and lots of discussion. We'll be going back to Marvel's Jessica Jones. We are still in our coverage of Marvel's Jessica Jones Season 2, which is really, really good as well. Hop on over and, and hopefully, hopefully you'll enjoy that. And one other thing to remind you of, you like podcasts, you like Marvel, and Marvel have done their first official podcast with Wolverine the Long Night over on Stitcher. It's exclusively available on Stitcher Premium, and as I mentioned, you can get a free month of Stitcher Premium on Stitcher with our code DEFENDERS. Just go to stitcher.com slash premium, type in our code DEFENDERS, and subscribe, and you'll get a free month of the service and get to listen to. It's now Two episodes have already been out and new episodes are being released every Monday uh, from the 12th of March onwards. So uh, lots of lots of good content on there. With that, thank you so much for listening as always. Um, please head on over to, and subscribe to Defenders TV Podcast over on our website at DefendersTVPodcast.com. Share the love, share the podcast, rate and leave a review. All new followers are very, very, very welcome. Um, And of course, we will be back for the Damnation crossover event after the 11th of April with issue number 388 of Doctor Strange. Mm -hmm. And as I said, we'll be back with Marvel's Jessica Jones Season 2, Episode 5 on Tuesday, the 12th of March. I hope you're enjoying that series. If you haven't watched it all yet, come join us for the rest of our podcasts about that. Thank you so much for being with us, Doctor Strange fans. Yes, thank you, Hori Host of Hoggoth. You are absolutely um, in the right place for all things Doctor Strange. Uh, and as always, it has been fantastic speaking with you. I'm off to go and get glamoured. <laughs> you were totally going to say Hori Host of Hogarth there, were you? I was. Thanks for listening. Talk to you next time. Speak with you next time. Bye. 